Welcome to the American Entrepreneur Podcast. It's a late night for me. It's midnight right now. Midnight 03 to be exact. We work in exact numbers here. We're going to share an idea with you right now. A little after midnight. About chasing success versus resonating with success. And I'm going to say this in forms of a story. Okay. And I and I'm going to and I'm going to say something really honest on this on this podcast that I, I just I just do not see a lot of entrepreneurs telling you. Which is that for somebody who was straight edge until I was 18 years old, that means I didn't drink, do any form of drugs. Um, when I got older, I did experiment with mushrooms. And I had an insane trip one day. Now there's a passage from this trip, we'll say. A, a passage in my memory. That I have to recall to restructure the way I approach entrepreneurship. And I think we should all restructure the way we approach this game we're playing into resonating with success instead of chasing it now. Let me tell you what I mean. So one day, get some shrooms. I did like five grams, right? Anybody who's done shrooms knows it's a, that's a decent amount. Some people would say it's too much. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's a decent amount, okay? So I'm taking this, you know, it starts to kick in. Now at one point I'm sitting there with my younger cousin. We're both from very similar family. We grew up um, very poor class, kind of, you know, the, the poorest side of town that you could be on, the poorest housing, assisted living, you know, both of our dads... Uh, running around, I mean, for lack of better words, just running through girls, you know, what young men do. And we're just kind of caught in the middle of it. So we went from that, you know, really poor, rough neighborhood to when we turned, we both turned relatively, you know, 10 or 11. Then we, we went to a different side of town. I went to a side of town, still kind of rough. It's just not as rough and he moved to like a, a much nicer side of town so we came up the same way and we see a lot of things the same way one thing I said to him in the middle of this trip was something that hit me extremely hard which is that you should resonate with success instead of chase it you know, it took me a really long time to put this thought together, as simple as it sounds. Um, it took me a lot of trial and error with business, with women, with sales, with my self-perception, with my perception of the world and the people around me to put all this together in practicality. You see, we'd sit here and we'd read success books. We'd watch podcasts on success. Success with business, success with women, success with your family. 
And I think the act of doing this so often is more of a form of, of chasing success instead of resonating with it. Resonating with success. You know, there's, there's even a difference, some could say, of having success and resonating with success. Now, in that trip, the, the purest moments that I had were these moments where you know, I connected to my, my dad, his, the, the spirit, the essence of what our relationship was in those trips. And it was the weirdest, most pure... I just felt so courageous and... Um, at peace and confident I just felt you know the older I get I feel like uh, I don't come from quote unquote success and I'm chasing after it I didn't feel that way as a kid as a kid I felt that I was born successful and I was here to share that with people there was this feeling that I came from a royalty. You know, there's this feeling that I think everybody has that as a kid with their family. This is the kingdom I come from and I'm here to bring my kingdom to the world. Nice to meet you. This is where I'm from. This is what I'm of. This is the cloth, so to speak, that I'm cut from. And that feeling of, of being like a I call it like a baby cub. I feel like so protected. Like so protected by my father, who's a, a, a lion, and I'm a baby cub. And it feels so good just to know you can do whatever you want. Because in the grand scheme of things, you're protected by this greatness of your father, your culture your people, and your essence in the world of what you come from. You know, when I was younger, I, I didn't... Chasing success was such a... It'd be such a silly idea the way it is to me now. Internal and external. When I was a kid, internal and external success was already present. It, it is here. It already was here, and it is ever-present. So what the fuck happened? At what point did I start defining success as something outside of the fact that I'm, I'm alive? How many men had to not die for thousands of years just for me to get the shot? Not even to just to get the shot. And now I'm here. And to have this silly idea that success is out there somewhere and we were born here empty going to find it. You know, you can, be, you can resonate with success and be successful. And I think if you had the choice of either one, I, it's hard to say that I would choose being successful and not resonating with success. You know, you can't really help anybody around you if you don't resonate with success, but you have it.
because you can't project it or offer that energy to anybody else. At a certain point, sitting there, I just looked at my cousin and I thought about the things that we're into, the whole self-help, the whole, you know, become successful with this, become this, and I just, I wanted to break down and cry looking at him and I just, because I had felt this guilt of wasting time, and time is so precious, there's just this this guilt that I had looking at him that I had wasted my time chasing success instead of resonating with the abundant success that is present in the fact that we're alive it it, it seemed so absurd to me and in these moments it logically makes complete sense why we would chase success but in that moment it was it was truly absurd. Where the fuck is it? Where is it? Is it over there? Is it is it under that rock? Is it hidden in that bush? Where is success hiding? Where is it that we kill ourselves and take everything away from ourselves just to open room for this externalized concept that can't even fucking be grasped? You know, I don't know, and I may never know, if it was just that one moment that changed everything, or if that moment was something that I remembered because my brain was starting to wake up into these realizations, and that was an initiation memory, so to speak, to integrating this into my life. Regardless what it is, what I take from it and what I have with me now is that you should learn to resonate with success before you chase it. Mm, I'm not a very good example of that. I've ran face first into everything without preparing my mind sometimes. Um, It's just the way I've worked, but let me tell you. When I look at the people that I love and I care about, including myself... None of the money, psychopathy, grandiose success, or anything in the goddamn world is going to take that from me. And I'll take it to the death that I will keep that with me. I will not look to the people I care about and project a lack of success onto them. I will not pity them. I will not look at the people around me and treat them like broken beings who are in need of fixing from someone not as broken as they are. The people around me need to resonate with success, and so do I. And I resonate with success. But there is a habituation fading from my psyche of feeling like I am working towards that. You know, I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. I'm not sure where that ends, but I think it's a bullshit excuse to say that it never ends. I've heard a a lot of people say that Imposter syndrome never goes away. Well, I don't believe that. I think it's a very toxic, fucked up, damaging to you and your 
society belief to hold on to. I think one can resonate with success and stop identifying as an imposter in their life. And this, this is the essence of who I am. <clears throat> so, I'm done proving shit to people. Uh, I'm not, as, an, as a young entrepreneur, I would, I, would, I would gain something so that I could bring it back. You know, I don't do that anymore. I resonate with success. If you don't fucking resonate with that success, and we need some we need to make some changes. And if you continue to do everything you can in or out of your control to push farther and farther away of the accepted self-conception of resonating with that success, you will have to get away from me. Because there is a virus in your brain. And that virus is deteriorating who you are. And that virus can run through families, through generations, through lifetimes. And I decide that this is where that circle ends. I do not need to be taught success. I do believe that there is an inherent worth and value in my birth that is not calculatable, nor should it be calculated by any other man on this planet. I do not project my self-love or externalize my self-control or self-worth to the more or less completely arbitrary belief systems of any other man who walks the planet. Value is something that can only be accepted. Value cannot be given. It can only be accepted. That being said, nobody on this planet is going to deem me valuable, and I'm not looking for anybody to do so. Maybe growing older has made this more apparent to me. But my value is innate, and it projects from myself. It is not something to be found. It is not something out there, behind a bush or under a rock or near a tree. It is not a negotiation that I make with the world. My value is innate. Beyond what is or isn't arbitrary, there is what is functional. To believe that your value is something that you gain is dysfunctional. Never mind reality, it is dysfunctional to your existence. To treat value as something outside of yourself. With this being said, what we have here as a takeaway is the concept of inherent value. There are so many arbitrary reasons that I could tell you you are valuable. You're a great this, you're a great 
brother, friend, mother, daughter, uncle, dad, grandfather, human being in general. There's so many arbitrary reasons that I could tell you that you are not valuable. Which we won't go into because they're irrelevant. But there are tons of reasons. Arbitrary reasons. There's so many fucking reasons. In this world of fate. And moving pieces. Do you have any sense of free will and individual responsibility? Because if you do. If you do, then you are called to see yourself and to accept yourself as you are, as you were, and as you will be, which is inherently valuable. Anything to contradict this is not in your favor. And I might even say not in the favor of whatever it's coming from. So instead of me going and getting what I need to bring back and to prove that I'm valuable. I accept that I'm already extremely valuable. I do everything I can to go deeper and deeper and deeper into not gaining, not finding, not chasing, but accepting my own self-value. My value that is not negotiable. My value that is inherent. And my value that comes before all reason. I am a valuable human being. And I am here to offer that value. I am not an unvaluable here to gain value. And you do not get a choice of if you assume one or another of these things. You get a choice and you stick with it. Are you inherently valuable, innately valuable, and you are here to offer that? Or do you believe that you are not valuable and you are here to find that? Because if you bring, if you believe the latter, your goals will never be realized. And if you believe the previous, then your goals will indefinitely be realized. We are not here going to find value to fill ourselves in with. We are here to take our innate value as human beings and offer that to God. Thank you for listening. This is the American Entrepreneurs Podcast. Value yourself. Have a good night.